Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined, as always, by... Trace Finicaro. And... Uh, Benicio Del Torresp. That is a one, Gunner Kennedy. Well, we're back after a week off. Uh, hope too many of you, all, all nine of you didn't miss us too, much, too badly. Um... <laughs> been a kind of an interesting week but kind of not actually there's kind of a lot of shit that's happened this week well week at two weeks or whatever aside from personal stuff wade wade had uh, his entire body replaced oh my fucking back dude this is shitty but it is what it is it had to happen and it could have been worse so count my blessings how is there. it by the way if you don't mind me asking on the air how is your back because <laughs> that's fine i i went i had a back surgery it in some ways was similar to yours and uh yeah, I mean it's a it's an odd experience and the recovery is weird. So how was it? So there were some minor complications. Um so the whole problem essentially with my back. I had some bulging discs. I twisted whilst kind of getting out of the bathtub uh you know, like beginning of January and uh because the disc was bulging uh like the top of the bone of my back, they essentially, my bones sheared off a fragment of my disc, um, which mm-hmm. is incredibly painful. Now, my surgeon told me the biggest problem that he saw in my MRI was that, um, and the biggest problem for anyone really, normally, was that the fragments there are pressing against your nerve stem, which is why you have mm-hmm. a lack of feeling and strength in your right leg. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of blood flow there, so you're body can't absorb it. It can't do anything with it. So the plan was to go in, see what if they had to do anything with, with the bones, uh, with, with really the top part of the, verte- of the vertebrae, I think, yeah. Um, or if they had to shave down the disc at all, more so. Um, and that was it. But either way, it was like probably like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think he'd have done. So I was in there for like two hours. And what he found when he opened me up was good and bad. So the good part was don't have to shave the disc down anymore. (laughs) You took enough off when you fucking clipped it. Mm -hmm. And it looks like um, the... uh, What's the word, Trace? Where there's not enough space between fucking vertebrae. Um. Uh, you know what Gap, I'm talking about. space, um, distance, uh, 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 padding. No, it, 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 it's it, compression. St- it's not stenosis. It's stenosis. Yes, the stenosis oh. between the two vertebrae. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you get for asking me. <laughs> the stenosis. What's, between called, the two- what's the space called? It's called space, I think. <laughs> the stenosis space. between the two vertebrae was not so significant that he was going to have to install any screws or anything to uh, decompress it. Now, the bad part was, which this isn't the worst thing in the world, but it, it's why it took so long, is that my body, weirdly enough, did indeed pretty much absorb <laughs> that, that fragment that had come loose, oh. like right at the nerve site, which caused a shit ton of scar tissue. So he meticulous, meticulously sat there and removed all of the scar tissue from all of like the nerve strands and stuff like mm-hmm. that. 
So the good news is that didn't have to get any type of fusion or hardware put into my back or really even shave any bone off. The bad news is that it's even more inflammation than, than he thought there was going to be, which is obviously a lot when you have. So it's the, the recovery time uh, is going to be longer on like the short end. So the first, you know, usually it's the first, after the first two weeks, you're kind of good to go and ready to roll. He said, but on, you know, but towards the back end, after you get the inflammation under control and the healing is under control, you may have like a better outcome. As of right now, my foot is still a, a bit numb, but uh-huh. it's got more feeling than it had. And he said it's going to come and go until it's healed and all the inflammation is gone. And frankly, it may, it may be permanent because, you know, insurance made me fucking wait nine weeks before I could even get an MRI. <laughs> you so, and the rest of the world. How's the, how's the back pain after the surgery? Uh, okay, so after the surgery, it was fucking horrible. Um, oh. Like, I couldn't even, like, sit down for the first three mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. So when I finally could eventually somewhat sit down, man, that was kind of a relief in many regards. Um, right now, I'm good for about an hour and 15, hour and 30 minutes, and then it's like, all right, I got to, like, lay down to relieve some of the pressure that's on it. But uh, pain is manageable. I only take... Uh, they gave me oxys um, to take like every four mm-hmm. to six hours. I take mm-hmm. one before bed just so that I can sleep, and then that's it. I don't take it, any more. Do you, you just uh, do like that the, for the next seven years of your life? <laughs> well, <laughs> Hopefully not. Re- 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 yeah, really. He can he can cut down on those. He just has to crush them up and rub them on his rub them on his gums, though. To to yes. really, you know. That being said, they're baby right. oxys. They're like five milligrams. Like it's not. You like know what? Any. That's a very good point. That's why you got to save them and take them right. all two weeks later. Yes. What I should do is I should uh, melt them down into one giant oxy, and and, just fucking... and, and, and and take it rectally. Yeah, I actually heard you can. I heard that they're delay they're delayed release, and if you pre dissolve them and just pound them, it's 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 you gotta you gotta mix it with tang, the citric the citric acid. <laughs> wakey wakey. Yeah, it's it's actually I go to sleep. <laughs> well, well, actually, the the other trick is that you have to mix it. Uh, yeah. So just uh, more relevant for you, Wade. Although now that you're kind of you're, you're kind of at like fifty percent, I don't know if it's really that safe. Uh, the the secret the secret is your baby your ba- your baby oxycotton uh, tang and PCP because the PCP just you know the tang just makes it go right through the the uh, you know the the intestinal wall and it just, mm-hmm. it, just it skips the liver it's it that's nice. the trick space i also i also have to have to lose between like 50 and 60 pounds so but they always say i kind of knew that anyway but that's actually going to be more painful than getting off the yes. opioids it's so, going to be way harder um i mean like you, you you're doing those ddp yoga kegels right and all that stuff now to to work up I mean, your core strength not uh doing any type of i no, like I like the first. He's like the first two weeks, dude. He's like nothing. No, no, like no, nothing no, yeah, more than yeah. five pounds. No, yeah, no fucking swift bending at the bending at the waist. No fucking. You don't want to blow out the O rings. He's just like, dude. There's like the fir- yeah, nothing heavier than five through. pounds, and just just fucking. You really need to listen to your body. That's why he yeah. gave me such small doses. So dosages of. Uh, oxycodone because you get, you get oxycodone, excuse me, because if you get like too much and you're feeling too good, you could fuck it up real bad. Yep. Yeah, that's that's another reason I didn't like the opioids because it didn't it didn't really allow my body to tell me when I was pushing myself too far. Yeah, sneezing is is like the 
sneezing and laughing, which I haven't laughed much, but sneezing, holy mm. fuck. Wow. We'll try not to make you laugh. That's like you an out-of-body well, experience Trace, every time. Th- this podcast, you imagine making a reality it's not YouTube much. series of that? Of just what? Post, of, 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 just go to post-op and just... Yeah, just go to post-op and play Try Not to Laugh with them. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, it's like... Wait, like yes. Oh, they, sorry, they, Wade. It's okay. Like jackass. Oh. So, yeah, but, so when you're fully healed, can we call you the Renegade Master? Because you can use your back once again yes yeah i mean hopefully i'll be able to according to them see this is the other thing though like it's all fucking it's not there's nothing concrete or guarantee right it's no there's no guarantees but if everything goes as planned which fucking rarely it does for me uh i should be somewhat back to normal in 10 weeks like 10 weeks do whatever you want you're gonna be able to do that Marilyn manson thing after this right which one's that i didn't remove my ribs gunner Oh, that thing. Yes. Did you get the happy button? That was button? a rumor, right? Wasn't that just a rumor? Yes. That is correct. That was it, doesn't, it doesn't work like that anyways. Um, although there, <laughs> you, have to, you have to do it like that uh, Saturday. Was it Mad TV or Saturday Night Live? That had the Sometimes the I dream that. that I can do that. Sometimes I have a dream and I'm doing that. It's kind of odd. I mean, I guess it's not that much stranger than using your hand. But right. it's weird that in my in my mind, I'm like, it's just odd. It's very it, weird. There's definitely some contortionists. I'm pretty confident can do it. Absolutely, I'm sure there are. They got to be out there. So I guess the other question is: While they were in there, did you get them to put the happy button in for you? Wade? Hold on two seconds, guys. I'll be right back. I hear someone trying to get into my door. You talk amongst yourselves. We will. You want to just do awkward silence till it comes back? I, I mean, like, it, it, how is that different from our podcast normally? Okay, we're going to start the awkward silence now. I'm not doing awkward silence. And then what we'll do is we'll just leave it silent when he comes back so he doesn't know what we're talking about. Everybody, everybody, don't, don't let him know we're here. I'll sit, all six of you. And make sure we don't start a topic. It needs to be as, as uncomfortable as possible for him. It's kind of cruel, really, you know? He shouldn't even have, we should have got up for him. I mean, we're not in the same room, but we should have got up for him. He's the one we, with, he needs to rest. We should have seen this coming. Oh, he might be gone for a while. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Do you think it's a conjugal visit? Conjugated. I'm not being Con- robbed. Sorry. Conjugated her. Oh. Uh, Shauna did not lose, lose all of her keys. She only lost her vehicle key. Okay. But it's still the most important one. Yes. You can, just, you can throw a rock through your window at the house to get in. You can't throw a rock. Yeah. You can't throw a rock at a car to get it to start. Stop. Um, you okay? Was I'm that all right? Were you about- okay? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. We're concerned. We're concerned here. I, I appreciate your concern. I, truly I wish do. I could have fucking got up and helped you out with I should have gone to the door for you, but I can't. <laughs> Hours away. It's like it's like you this would- whole fucking thing too. Like Easy. I gotta like brace myself and like put my hands on my knees and like spread my legs so i'm not like using too much of like my glutes it's all quad and i'm just like this weird fucking 
is it? I is don't it, know. It's funny. Is it, it's funny because the way you just <laughs> the way you describe it, it sounds like you're like this robot dog that gets up very methodically. Like that is how it feels. <laughs> but in reality, yeah, in reality, like because I've been there, it's more like you're trying to make a soup sandwich. <laughs> I, I and, you're, and you're trying not to whimper. You're trying to like yeah. mute yourself as you're doing it too. Or, yeah, you're just you're your whole to, body's falling apart. You can barely you're, get up. You like the, the, you need like you need like like ropes from your ceiling to like help, and you just barely like it's like the last ounce of energy that you have to get up. I, and once I you get up, you need to hold something to prevent oh. yourself from falling the fuck back down. It's it's taking it's taking all your will just to kind of pretend that you're not making horrendous old man noises. Is is you know what I need life stuff. Gunner will get this, and Trace won't, but Gunner will describe it in such that he will. I need the fucking pod from, like, the one kid from Akira. Like, one, one of the child, one of the three children, you know, he's you just want, like... You want, you, want the hover, you want the hover chair? Yes. That's what I need. Yeah, it's not depressing if the hover round doesn't have wheels. That's correct. Then it's, cool it's futuristic. It we'll just cram then your body inside the little baby Yoda pod. Honestly, that's pretty, pretty what it is. That's you've pretty much nailed it. You've pretty much nailed it. And then um, we'll feed you. We'll feed you like frog human eggs. I'll eat them. It's like sushi. I'll just pass it off as sushi, or type of sushi, like Bayou sushi. Do you? Uh, speaking of Bayou sushi, dude. Uh, Bill Gates is getting divorced, and apparently he was he was quite naughty. Yeah, I didn't know Did he you was hear about naughty. this. No, I mean, with that much money, I would expect him to be naughty, like just on an accident. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you imagine just like like going out to dinner and you have a couple too many drinks, and the waitress is like, "Oh my gosh, I I'm so sorry, sir, but I just realized that you're Bill Gates and." Um, and I feel like I was rude to you earlier tonight. And he's like, oh, no, that's actually, you've actually been great. You've been a great waitress. And I was going to leave you a good tip. And he's like, you could just have this Lamborghini that I showed up with. Like, and then by the end of the night, like he's, he, like stuff has gotten crazy, right? I mean, right. he's, I mean, he's that obviously much had a threesome in the Lambo. Stuff. And oh, no doubt. He's crazy. And it's, is that even naughty at that point? It's just like, it's like collateral damage when you have that much money. Like, how do you not accidentally have a threesome in a Lambo once a week? I mean, with that with that much power, right? Because that's what it is. The money is just the power, right? With that much mm -hmm. power and clout. I mean, what is the point where you kind of have to understand? I mean, there are factors to it, right? But it's like Linda had to kind of understand, like, this is one of the most famous people in the world because he's incredibly smart and because he has an incredible amount of resources. Like I'm not mm -hmm. excusing the behavior. So what they ended up what they ended up finding out and why this divorce is happening I guess now um like back in like 2009 or something like that or maybe even before then he had he was having like a relationship with one of his engineers. Mm -hmm. And the board this she I don't know if, if this just obviously must have recently come to light uh but she like pretty much blew up a spot very recently and the board was <clears throat> conducting an investigation and that's why he stepped down from the board because they, they're pretty much going to oust him well because you know and again fucking rich people gossip aside there's a whole thing where 
I don't know, and neither of you guys are in anything resembling a similar situation, but you like would you, would would the current significant others be cool with you like, hey, I'm gonna spend a fucking weekend every year with my ex. Like just just us. Just alone. Uh, wait, what are you talking uh, you So, so Malin- Wade's talking about the engineer. Is this the same no, this is somebody about, else. Or is no, this yet the, another? The, 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 this is his the, first wife, maybe. This is his first wife. Mm-hmm. He spends... Do they have any children together? No. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, listen. You know, and you can say you can have. You, you can know, definitely be friends with the opposite sex without having sex. It's completely possible. Y- yes, completely and I agree. But but at the same time, it's like. You know, Wade's saying like you got to know that this is part of the package, but it's like when, like. Is there a point when you're like you're you know like how do you how do you put it? You make you make what's the what's the threshold like what's the threshold yeah what's the threshold like, like and is actually is accepting it stuff well actually and is it worse because she's like no dude cool bro I, I I trust you and it's like oh wait I really shouldn't have trusted I really shouldn't have trusted you because I I you're kind I, of I a fuck, you're kind of a fucking creep so I uh, listen. I think so. Some of the factors are when did you guys get together? Like, if this, if he and Linda were together since they were in like high school or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, totally different. Then there is an expe- expectation there. I think, you know, that listen, you know, I fucking supported your ass when you were he, down and doing nothing, he, and now you're yeah, fucking he, something. Like, well, we're, well, a team, we're, we're kind of a team on this. Melinda, well, she, Melinda got together so with him she, before he, 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 he came big god guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was, yeah, he was, um, Microsoft was was very important at the time, but yeah. So she was an employee of Microsoft. Um, so she did she did ride a lot of that wave with him. I don't know what, when they got married, but I believe when we were talking about this, was it how many years was it? We talked about it. it was like two weeks ago. Was it thirty years? Oh, Melinda and yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah, twenty five. Twenty five years. It was twenty five years. So what would that put them around when uh like the release of Windows 95 maybe? Probably, somewhere, yeah. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, so I, I mean 95 put them on the map, but 3.1 was still largely successful. Yeah. So I would say um yeah, she definitely kept riding that wave with him. They probably hit their peak, I would guess, like in the in like the early 2000s. It's probably when Microsoft hit its initial peak. I mean, now it's doing fantastic as well but it has a different product and he's not running it but um i don't know i think about that like you watch like tony soprano you know like yep she and his wife is kind of okay with it as long as he doesn't like bring it home so so to speak but it's weird to me because i know most people that i know are really unforgiving about this um at least they publicly right publicly they're unforgiving it's a it's weird like, thing. It's like the worst thing you could do, and they're unforgiving about it. But there's also like the fact that all westerns and all like a lot of the that a lot of the 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 movies and the TV that we watch, at least maybe not so much now, but historically, has been very accepting of this as well. It's kind of what the guy does. I mean, if you watch Mad Men. <laughs> I mean, the 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 show is really just about how many people uh, Don Draper 
can sleep with. It's just that's that's the show. There's there's actually almost nothing about advertising in it, even though it's supposed to be about men that work in the advertising industry. Um, it's really just about him sleeping with people. Well, I and, think like you keep going. Sorry, keep going. But that's those are the shows that are popular, which means that there must be some form of like, yeah, they're in power. They can do this type of thing. Um, But I also know a few marriages that have actually gotten back together after something like this. And I mean, like husband, like getting caught him moving out, like living with his girlfriend. And then he eventually moves back in with his wife again. Like I know a couple of stories that, that ended that way. So I don't know. Like you say, like, do you think uh, Melinda Gates, like it was just, it was just okay with it. I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, it's still his wife. They still live together. And um, I guess it's, if he's leaving for a couple of days, that's messed up. But you know, if it's, if he's doing coke in his Lambo that he just gave away to this really nice waitress, yeah, um, that seems like it might be his judgment slipping, and it's something that it's not like you know, he, he was just, course correct. It, it's not really. I it's with this case. I think what was going to happen here, and this is what I think. A, I don't know what the arrangement is between the two of them. Like I don't know if there's a prenuptial agreement. I don't know any of that shit because if it was around ninety five, there very well could have been a prenuptial agreement. Um, mm-hmm. and Linda's like. I mean, fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I do what you want to do, but this lifestyle that you provided me is very fucking nice. So maybe she lets shit slide there. I think probably that's not the case. Um, but I think maybe what the tipping point was was that the board was doing a probe and an investigation on this, and this was going to come public. And I think that in, she in maybe gen- felt she had to save face in this situation. Well, and and also the the thing is, is that if there's generally if there's if if you got the energy for one side piece, you know, you got the energy for for two or three, you know. It's yeah, Frank and Ernest. Guess- it's, it's Frank. It's Frank and Ernest in in Detroit. I'm always Frank, and in 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 uh, New Orleans, I'm always Ernest. But yeah, the thing I guess- that the thing that bothers me though is it's like the Hillary and Bill thing. Like at some point, you you actually do love and embrace this person for everything that they are, including yeah. their faults, and. If you've if you've really stuck it out this long, then it's just one one small bump in the road compared to the twenty five years of 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 happiness you've had together. So I still feel like there must maybe it's all just PR, right? Maybe think, you're right. And it's all PR. I think it's I think it's like before things were probably maybe discreet if he was doing that. Right? Well, there's proof that it, he's done it at least twice, right? Well, just, you know, and there's, and there's, there's some, there's some Epstein connections there too, but okay. When that, that is actually, that's, a, I had kind of forgotten about that. There are some like pictures with him with Epstein. So there may be some more shit coming out that I would, I would believe didn't know a lot of the details of that. And if that's the case, you know, I totally get that. Well, you know, and Tadri said, but I guess the thing is, is that like, it's is it usually you know, like just because Trace and like I I I, not, I don't ever think it's one thing I think it's a bunch of things and you well, can't that's really why, it, it that, has, and that's why like it I, I like to quote um, Louis C K you know everyone says like you know I'm sorry when you say you're getting a divorce and Louis C K is like no that's that's the wrong that's the wrong way to you know, to embrace this, you should say, congratulations. Like 
because two, two happy people do not get divorced. The divorce fixes you know, years and years of unhappiness. And so when I hear something like that, it's like, yeah, there must, they must, the the items that were bothering them must have stacked up or their differences must have stacked up. And I think based on the, the track record of most of these rich and famous people, most of them get divorced. Like there's a lot of long-lasting marriages, but not a lot of long-lasting billionaire marriages. Elon, Elon married and divorced the same woman twice. Yeah, oh, it's well. Some people are fucking crazy too, and that's because most billionaires are not are abnormal, and for some, they're, they're they have deficient major deficiencies in certain areas, and super you know what I mean, like abilities in others. But I'd say, <laughs> I mean, the billionaire. The listen, you win. You. Me, most people, I would say, get a billion dollars and somehow don't like, I mean, a billion dollars would be tough to piss away, but I bet you I could do it in a year. But uh, you now have access to excess in everything. And those yeah. appetites mm-hmm. don't, don't just stall out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they don't just, they get more and more like and the, more. It's and like it the first you. time you throw a party, right? The first time you throw a party, you're like, Ah, this is kind of cool. Um, I'm the one throwing the party. It's my place. Um, you know, you kind of, you kind of, it's it's your thing. Like you get to be proud about it. You get to embrace it. And, um, but then, like, if you like had unlimited money and you did something like that, you're like, I'm going to throw a party. It's like, okay, I'm going to order some pizzas. And it's like, well, how about how about instead of pizzas, we order um you know caviar or something like what if you just like decided you're like well you were going to order something for you know a hundred bucks i'm going to order something for ten thousand dollars and yeah. it's going to be nothing to me right it's, it's like, human nature to ask have, why and why not yeah have, yeah have, now have you ever watched have you ever watched oh. billions yeah i have not okay because even as is 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 a drama that's un- unfortunately probably very close to kind of that how that life experience goes down. Just yeah. that, that that like that you know what they talk about they're not people they're ships they're ships you know that, that when you get to that level you're not a person you're a sh- you're, you're like a carrier in a battle group and fucking events just start accumulating around you just because you're there. Yeah. And it's like eventually Eventually, like you're going to lose who you are because most of you is going to be associated with what you're buying and who wants your money. Like it's, it's got to be, a, it's, I hate to say it, right? But it's got to be like tough mentally to have that much money, but still be able to ground yourself. Well, that's why I think like whenever I think of winning like that, like those exorbitant amount of money. Like the first thing I think of is like obviously you know take care of the immediate fam or whatever, but also, um, you know, the the inner circle, like the people, you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. that we hung out with a couple weekends ago. Like, yeah, how <laughs> how can I, how can we all kind of do this? You know, hire them in certain ways or fucking whatever they need, like so that I don't become some complete fucking scary piece of shit. Like just maybe just a little bit of a piece of shit before someone says, "Hey, dude, this is fucking you're 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 waiting." No pun intended into into piece of shit waters. It's such an odd thing though, because like, 
I mean, it, like if you think about the people that you like, you like them because of 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 what how you know, how like how they've gotten to where they are. Like at least a lot of that, it, it makes it up. Sometimes they're just born excellent humans and they could have all the money in the world and they would still be the exact same person. But I think a lot of people, it's like the, um, the idea of the, the butterfly in uh, trying to break out of its cocoon. And if you go over and try to help it, then it actually can't fly as far because it needed that struggle uh, early on um, in order to build its strength. And I feel like, like, you know, it makes me wonder, like, uh, if we just got like a friend of ours and let's say that friend, let's say that friend makes $50,000 a year, right? And they're barely making ends meet. Um, they're, you know, they're, they got a new car, um, uh, you know, they got a house they're going to be paying on for another 20 years. Like and, and you, you got a billion, right? You got a billion dollars and you have this good friend. What do you do? Like, do you pay off their mortgage? Like, so okay, my idea well, is like, cool. my, do you my pay idea, off their car? <laughs> yeah, I think you you do those things like naturally, like those are like the baseline things, but then you kind of like, okay, Trace, like for you example, like your house, any any debts you have outstanding are are gone, right? Completely erased. Mm -hmm. I know you're looking mm -hmm. for another home wherever you want your other home. That's yours too. But like, what can I do? What funds can I do so that you can? expand your business right so that you can just fucking you know what i mean like it's not like i'm mm -hmm. it, i would probably have or like gunner how much do i have to give you to get this fucking mushroom farm like to the big time quicker than that that would probably be a better use of money because software world is weird but yeah like with yeah him, but you could has, you could take has, you could hire people actual yeah. tangible you could like put right. someone on a payroll and then you could just go to inventing. You know what I mean? Like you could already, you could just start working on the next thing you wanted that you wanted to do. Cause you've told me you that's wanted true. to do another That's true. That's true. I mean, but I could technically do that now. Right. I mean, um, I could technically just start working. I, I could, I could save money and then start working on something new, you know, and just pay somebody to do what I do. Just pay them how much I'm paying myself. And there's oh, people I know that could do it. But like with gunners, it makes a lot more sense because, because let's say, you know, um, Utopia Planitia, the, um, the great, um, the great mushroom patch of 2020, um, is almost alive and well, but it's, it, it really is missing, you know, number one, you have labor. Number two, you have resources, whether it's irrigation, whether it's buildings, whether it's farm equipment, like that would make sense because you could just be like here, <laughs> Here's everything that you need to start doing what you have been trying to do right away. I'm a little bit different, right? Because I'm like eight years ahead of Utopia Planitia. Your, your, your first and second dollars have already gone on to make more money. Right. And, and also, I'm not in a space that benefits a lot from, um, from tangible property. Yep. Or, or, you know, because yep. I'm in software. So like, yeah, maybe I need a new computer. But everything's in the cloud, and it costs like fifteen bucks a month. Shit's cheap for my industry, yeah. right? Yeah, but um, I mean, you also wouldn't it afford you a little more time to like work on music and stuff like that, like hobbies that you that would, would love be to make profitable. That would, like that would be interesting, yeah, to see how to see how terrible I would. Have even if the, I, like, it's not like oh, everyone has to have a business, but it would be like kind of like, yeah. dude, now you don't have to worry about providing for your family. You can actually follow things that you love and want to try out. 
and if you want to make a business out of it, cool, be your business partner or whatever. If if not, you're just like give me a lump sum and I can just I'll I'll just cut you know, I'll just hack it out yeah. on this and I'll be able to it'll afford thing, me to do what I, I love. I guess my concern is like if it's something like if it's that that I me personally I would have a hard time morally going and, and doing that for my friends. Um like but with like helping a friend start a business, I think that's a fantastic way to spend the money, right? Because you're actually giving them more work, which is right. what they want. They want to be able to do the work. They just are struggling to get the resources together in order to create the product that they want to sell. What what's a little bit tricky, I think, is telling somebody, no, you know what? If you don't want to, you don't have to work. Because I feel like so many people have been doing that for so long that they'll have a hard time knowing who they are. Like they're, they're gonna have a hard time like like waking up and knowing, you know, be, there's there's a sense of pride when you bring home that money for your family. You know what I'm well, saying? I, yeah, and I guess and when I think about this, have to bring it home, yeah. well, when I think about this, the people that I'm thinking away. about giving to mm-hmm. aren't the type of people who are just going to just be like, just give me money. Right. You know what I mean? Like they're the right, type right, of people right. that are going to be like, no, actually, I kind of want to do this and try this yeah. and try this business yeah. venture. Not, not, I guess not, I wouldn't expect any of my friends to just be like, cut me a check for three million, dude, and don't worry about yeah. it. Like I not, guess I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have any friends that are like that. Maybe not yeah. not directly related to this business thing. But, mm-hmm. but and I don't know how much of it is fucking propaganda too. I'll be fair. I'll, I got to couch that. What do you think about all this fucking blurbs about people not like restaurants and stuff not being able to fucking I'm get okay back to work. I'm gonna say some like stuff that <laughs> listen. Oh, I, I'm asking for your I'm asking for your take. Okay, hey, can you My, can you finish the question because I yeah. I, I want to make it clear what you're asking. <laughs> Yeah, finish the question, Gutter, and then I'll, I'll, so, I'll put my two cents there is, in. There is a there is a kind of there's a there's a meme going around in the social media sphere of all of these <clears throat> restaurants and stores saying that they're functioning re- in reduced hours or please be kind to us. Mm-hmm. We're understaffed because nobody wants to come to work. Which by the way is okay. true. You know, and there's there's two things, which is that like in this is kind of blamed on the the quote unquote uh, heightened unemployment benefits mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but it's also like, you know, like I, I don't, I don't know if necessarily they're mutually wrong because you know, like the, there's there's some takes that it's because people don't want to work. Mm-hmm. There's also some takes where it's effectively, yeah, because these are fucking shitty, abusive jobs that mm-hmm. people have kind of come to the conclusion I'm fucked either way. I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I, you know. It's an interesting question. Um, now, Wade, you already had an answer for yes. it. Um, and I'm try- I want to park my thought because I don't want to interrupt your answer. Yes. Um, like the, when I see this stuff at like a fast food restaurant, mm-hmm. it's kind I, I'm a little mixed. Um, mm-hmm. I, in a utopia, we'd, everyone would be able to be paid a living wage, right? But that's not reality. Um, mm-hmm. It's practically fucking science fiction. Very few performances that are performed at like a fast food restaurant um, require uh, decision making, like like intense decision making with a lot of consequences and a lot of stress and things like that. By all means, if all you want to do is work at a fast food restaurant, that's cool. But do I think that they should be paying a living wage? No, because eventually, I'm not like McDonald's is shitty food. Like I'm not going to McDonald's mm-hmm. and paying fifteen, twenty dollars for a hamburger 
so that you can pay your guy to flip it. It's a shitty, low, low quality product. Um, mm-hmm. So, but the argument there is, and it's a fair argument. Well, then the business should not exist. Well, then now nobody has a job, right? So, with, with the, there is something going on right now where it's very hard to find people. Um, <clears throat> Shauna has, well, everyone that I know that's in a management position has struggled to find people because mm-hmm. they're, you know, a lot of people are are saying like, dude, I'm, what you're paying, you know, is maybe just a little bit more than what I'm making now on an unemployment with the extra money, and why bother? Mm-hmm. You know, they're right. throwing interviews, but, they're doing fucked up shit and stuff like that. So I think there's a couple of things here. Um, one of them is you mentioning, you know, and and some of it is true when Gunner made the statement that there weren't people going to the businesses. So I I think what's happened as a result of this pandemic is it's allowed businesses to operate under less aggressive hours. Now, this is an interesting conversation. It could almost be its own episode, but it's the idea that like, um, you know, certain restaurants, certain, uh, you know, chain uh, retail outlets are still closed on Sunday, right? Now they might, they might do it for religious reasons. Um, But it's this idea that, no, we don't have to be open every day of the week, even though Sunday might be one of the most popular days to shop at that retail outlet. Um, they're like, no, we need to give our employees a day off. Um, we don't need to be open every single day of the week. And I find it to be interesting because most, I live, you know, I live in Canastota, a very economically depressed area, but an area that's been economically depressed for so long that it's just normal. And when, when there is a recession, there is, um, less money. Um, it doesn't really get affected like everywhere else does. So I've witnessed so many businesses like i don't understand every business in this little village is closed on mondays i don't understand it they're all closed and it's weird for me because i go back to work on monday right after having the weekend off i go back to work on monday and mondays in in certain industries you end up paying the price for the weekend Right. Yeah, it's a motherfucker. So, it's catch up. It's, yeah, yeah, that's it's pretty right. popular. Too. That's that's especially pretty like you know Gunner and I. Um, at least Gunner did work with uh, um, you know in the like the computer service industry, and what happens is is just because you have the weekends off doesn't mean that problems stop happening on those weekends. So what happens is Monday you get slammed. You get back to work and you have to pick up all of the pieces of the two days that there was fucking no one at work, which it's messed up. It's messed up that a service industry like it gets the weekends off when other service industries don't, I don't entirely understand it, but anyway, um, Mondays you get slammed. So for me, a lot of the times it's like, well, Monday's the day that I'm going to, uh, decide to, you know, treat my family to, uh, to dinner at a restaurant or something like that. But a lot of them are closed in my area on Mondays. And, uh, but it's not just Mondays. Like there's places that are only open for breakfast and lunch, which I find completely absurd. Like you have these areas that you could walk to and have a nice dinner, but they aren't open for dinner. And it's just a dark building every single night of the week. And, you know, they decide like once in a while, they're like, oh, you know what? We're going to be open until 9 p.m. 
um, on Wednesday, you know, two months from now. And they're busy. <laughs> they're busy because people are like, oh, well, you know, it's this the is only kind of special. This is different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think what it is, is it's a sign of economic depression. And I'm just so used to it. But I'm starting to see what I believe is occurring is um, some of these businesses, whether they're franchised or not, some of these businesses, um, especially like I noticed with like, like Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts' hours are unreasonable. They close unreasonably early now. Now, I say that because it's right off of the thruway. And it's just been a staple that you could go there almost any hour and get yourself a cup of coffee. But McDonald's is right next to it. and They're open 24-7. So maybe what's happening is, is McDonald's fixed their shitty coffee 10 years ago and People have finally figured out that it's okay to go there for coffee, and there isn't. There really hasn't been a need for a long time, but because of this corporate policy, where they're trying to, uh, you know, keep the lights on as many hours as possible, so that people always think of Dunkin' Donuts when they want a cup of coffee, um, you know, because of that, it's been hard for our local branch to to push back on those hours and to try to be open hours that made sense. COVID hits, right? And now the restaurant owners are being told, do what you have to do to stay alive. Yep. Whatever yeah. you can do to be staffed. And now Dunkin' Donuts in little old Canastota is like, no, we're not, we're not going to stay open past eight. Nothing is open past eight. We're the only place open on Mondays as it is. We are I'm losing, not I'm, fucking I'm, staying open past I'm losing, eight. I'm losing money to pay someone to be here to right. keep the lights on and product I have to throw out. Right. So I, I wonder if the pandemic, it's more like the Zoom thing. It's not that it's not that people weren't able to work from home before the pandemic. It's that the pandemic had to force the companies to accept this behavior. It had no choice. Now some of the companies are like, okay, let's go back to work. You know, it's you know, we're 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 through the the worst of this. Let's go back to work. And then other companies are like, no, we just made it through a fucking year, and you guys were sitting in your fucking bedrooms in your pajamas. Let's keep doing this. Let's Have that extra hour commute time with your family, and uh, yeah, let's just keep this going. Let's let's go back. Let's yeah, please please let's go back to the abusive relationship we had before. I had mm -hmm. the. I had to chill out. And when this all started, they called it the new normal. And at first I was upset because I'm like, well, it's not normal. Like it's just going to be like this for a year. But then after a year in, I'm like, no, you know what? A lot of these things are completely normal now. Like I used to be so self-conscious being on my camera, um, doing my, my own business and like people looking at what was in the background, because depending on what was going on in my house, I might be in one of my kids' rooms and they're going to see unicorns and stuff on the wall. Now, I don't give a fuck. Everyone's doing it. Like every person is working out of their some weird closet in their house. And if, if anything, the unicorns are a conversation piece now. No, and so, I think there are some things that are going to like remain the same. I think there are going to be a significant amount of companies that say, why are we wasting the money on paying this developer to rent this building when, when we've right. been functioning at a pretty... Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I haven't heard of any crazy production dip when people went home, maybe in the beginning, but not, not overall. Um, I guess my point was that posts of these are typically... These, these memes are typically posted in a sense of, well, pay, pay us what you're paying now on unemployment. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's not sustainable, guys. Like, this is a pandemic. Yeah. That part of it <laughs> you're not going to be able to stay on an unemployment 
with uh, with uh, in addition to three hundred extra dollars every well, week. Like it, it's not possible, right? You know, but but this also gets into the the the, the crux of you know you bounce back and forth on it. I am not. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't do the communist thing. I don't do the libertarian thing. I don't know where the fuck I. I don't even know where the I don't fuck. I think you have going. to. You don't have to fucking identify. You can. You have the right to change your opinion at any time as well. But <clears throat> it's it's. I think that the fact that the deliberately squashed additional unemployment benefit still pays more than most full-time like shit-tier jobs, the MIC jobs? Not really, though, because this unemployment is not on... Forget about the addition. They're getting the maximum. If you base that unemployment before this had hit, they would not be making more than... They would not be making more on unemployment than at the MIC jobs. well, and 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 and, and yeah, how how do you get there? You know the the my ex. I don't know how you want to phrase it lately. So my 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 my, my previous significant other. Um, sure. They're a manager for a grocery chain, and you know again, it's not not the store thing, but you know like they they have staffing issues too, but. They're also like they were people who couldn't c- couldn't stop going to work during correct during, and I'll during the be break. the first to say yeah like uh, and <laughs> they they you know like and and they're doing that shit where they were still they were you know she's a manager they can't they won't give her full time hours imagine no, if you're it, a fucking manager and I'm sure she worked manager. I'm sure that she worked full time hours like and I'm she, sure way more she did. Yes. But yes, it, the thing is, is that she can't get full time hours now. If right you're, after it, after all that 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 yeah. trust me, I can I can relate. I'm in the field. Um, you know, it, yeah, it's it, it, it's, it's and, you up. know like and the thing is, you know like and I guess this is the thing is like I we'll see how that goes. I I, I feel remarkably lucky because I'm in a position to like kind of you know like how you know like. All of my major debt is paid off, so like I can fucking kind of. You have flexibility. You have I, options. Yes, I have options, and I can kind of work toward. You know, it's 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 like being a college student, but having adult experience. Although the arthritis is a motherfucker, um, it's you know it's that like hey you know like you you know enough to actually kind of just apply. You know, like I'm I'm trying to do that transition for being paid for what you do versus paid what you know. And, uh, it's a difficult transition, and it's 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 a motherfucker too. But like, this but that being thing. said, that be, but, that being said though, she's been a, she's got managerial experience, right. supervisory she's experience. Got, you, is that you know, yes, and this yes, and this is like I I tried you know like we had conversations about that. Yeah. Like, hey, you need maybe you need to go try and find something else. And there's you know there's you know like there's always extenuating circumstances and stuff like that. But I, I guess the thing is is that like also kind of what fucking COVID did is that it really dried up that fucking middle ground of yeah. there's either shit or mm-hmm. you are yeah, you either keep the lights money. on or, or 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 you're you're not really that important. You're done for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and maybe it's good. There's a lot of bloat. 
It's a lot of bloat. Um, there's also yeah. a lot of, I mean, for, for, anyone for, that works for, forest fire, in either. Forest fires are very good fertilizer. It's just nobody likes to be the tree. Anyone that works in, um, in a large organization, I'll just use the term organization because this is true for public sector. This is true for the military. This is true for corporations, um, education. What happens is when your organization is large, there ends up being this idea that you cost a certain amount because the business needs you. And then all of a sudden, some processes change, whether they're changed because uh, a technology helps you out or um, there's some efficiencies that end up making you do less. Now, all of a sudden, your position is being questioned. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I've been loyal to this company for 30 years. It's like, nah, it's not really a loyalty thing, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's like a, saying it's my an, cat's an been loyal to its food dish for, yep. for years. It's, yeah. It just it, comes and eats there, right? It, 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 and it, it lets me pet it when I want to fucking pet it. But there's not really a loyalty going on here. If all of a sudden on the other side of the glass... The same food dish was filled with fucking fresh chicken or something. The cat would never, it would just go to the new bowl. People aren't loyal to a company. People will take a better opportunity if they can take one. Sometimes there's a sacrifice, like you going into sales and now you're going to lose your, you're going to lose, you're going to do a lot of travel time or maybe you lose your weekends or something. But for the most part, if people are offered something better, their loyalty is fucking gone. I think when it comes to business, yeah, and that's why it is business, right? I, yeah. I mean, I don't believe it should be that way in pers personally. I think maybe uh, you could make cases for it personally. But they take it personal because that money is used for personal use. That money right. is used to buy your kids Christmas presents and that money is used to buy them birthday presents and to, you know, it's, it's the difference between being able to treat them once a week um, you talk or about maybe not being able to treat them at all. So of course they're going to take it personal, you know, when all of a sudden um, they're being reevaluated. But the reality of it is, is that until that business is really stressed, it has no reason to rattle all of them out of the tree. Oh, no, for and sure. They can just sit there cozy doing what they've always done. And the other thing is, is that these large organizations kind of punish you for questioning your role. Yeah. This is why I really like Elon Musk talking about sleeping on the factory floor at his Tesla factory. I think it's a fantastic, it's a fantastic painting of what's wrong with these larger organizations. And it's the fact that the people that make the decisions are not responsible um, for the outcome of them. You know, whether they're trimming customer service and now you have a decline um, in customer satisfaction. The people making the decisions aren't really, they have a lot of stress, don't get me wrong, but they don't actually know what it's like to be on the factory floor. And I think when something like the pandemic hits, you're just, this is going to happen and these positions are going to get cut. And I, let's say you get fired from a cozy job and you're making 50, 70, 80, $100,000 a year. And you know that job, you're not going to get that same one back. What do you do? 
Like, do you just try riding this fucking unemployment as long as you can? Or do you get out there and be like, no, you know what? I, there's going to be a huge rush into the workforce. I'm going to be the person that gets out there now. I'm going to be the person that gets the job. And I think when you're saying that the businesses are like, sorry, please be, you know, we can't get people to work for us. Please be patient. Um, or the flip side of that is, is you know, businesses sucked and we can't afford to keep people here. Um, I think that shows that a lot of these people are choosing to keep the, the unemployment, whether it's because their job left and they can't get it back, or maybe it's because at the beginning of the pandemic, the government told these people, you know, if you need to stay home, stay home. If you need to leave your job, leave your job. Um, make sure that you're covered. And now that, you know, things are starting to open back up, um, they, maybe they don't want to go back to work. And I think that's what a lot of these memes are. It's like, it's being like, no, there's tons of jobs. You just don't want to go to work. Stop being fucking lazy. Well, not really. Like these memes are getting posted by people that are complaining about wages, not about there being a bunch of jobs now. That's well, your I other think point. That what I'm saying is the flip side of it then. Yes, right? you are. You are yeah. arguing. You are absolutely arguing the flip side. The people that are actually putting the signs up there are, hey, guys, get off your asses and start working. And it's honestly, <laughs> I don't think people understand. Eventually, the, shit, the well will, will run dry. Yeah. And that market is going to be so fucking competitive. And if you were one of those people that lost your job because you weren't as valuable as the other guy that they kept, I mean, by doing nothing and just ride, trying to just ride out as long as you can, you've, you've put yourself in a really, really, really bad spot because the jobs are going are gonna to get filled eventually. What well, I'm afraid no, wait, of is, wait, and actually, is I, that I, this, this actually turns around and we do go more socialism, and we're just like, eh, I guess this is just the amount of people that stay unemployed. I, I, wait, I, I, I want to I I I pre, uh, propose an even darker uh, take on that, which is that, you know, they're saying that, you know, like to, to go back with Trace's thing, it's like how much of the labor market is artificially distorted by bullshit right. consumption. Right. And now, yeah. you know, like, you know, like, and maybe, maybe like, maybe how much like of your insurance premium is because it's paying that guy to sit there and paying. generate three reports all right. fucking day. Right. Or, or uh, worse, nobody's listening to the workers. Right. But I guess hey, at that point, what's the advantage though? At that point, what's the what's the advantage to like so Gunner, I take it in in, in in a form of control because I'm kind of combining Trace's thing where it's like maybe uh, in a socialist type of thing, the government comes up a number with, yeah, we can afford this to keep all these people on this. And then all of a sudden, like the lower lower income to no income like portion of our society is massive. But now they're in complete control of them because they control all their resources. You, you watched. You watched. Uh, you you watched the the Expanse, right? I did not. I've okay. heard you guys talk about it quite a bit, but yeah, I've yet, no, to, that, yet that, to look that, at that, it. That, that that that's that's how Earth works in that series. <clears throat> so is that is that basically there's long there's long term mass uh, disenfranchisement, like you know, like people people go to Mars or the Belt because there's nothing on Earth. You have you have basically UBI. I mean, like actually, that that's one of the things they talk about. Andrew Yang, you know, like all all his tech, all his like kind of fresh fresh new blood kind of take. It's it's still libertarianism because that's the whole plan of it. That was the whole thing with his UBI setup. 
is that really it's a way to dismantle the social safety nets that got passed by Linda B. Johnson and stuff like that because they'll just basically, hey, you got you got, you got however many you get a thousand something dollars a month, but Medicaid's gone, Medicaid, you know, Medicaid, all that, all that, all the social security, everything is, everything's washed out. It's like you're on your yeah, own. Yeah, but it's like these systems are crumbling anyway. Like well, social security no, no, yeah. is fucking but, but crumbling. Because, well, no, but wait, and this is this is the thing. It's like you're you know like this kind of goes back yeah and this goes back to my dark my dark dystopian take here um we live in a boring dystopia but it's it's like the uh, what do they call it the the japan had so you know like japan was like ridiculously ascendant in the 90s up to the 90s and then they had the big fucking crash and they've had pre they've had repeated what they call the lost decades and it's where the even like you know the the the, the high the, you know like the the upper employee class of Japan is just completely fucked because there's no they they hot they like and and what do they call it in wrestling explain they it. call it hot, they, explain it what do you mean the lost generations keep it no just keep keep it keep going you're stopping you're, yourself you're, and starting again yeah so the, the the lost generations are effectively so Japan had this ridiculous period of prosperity in like 1994, 95, there was this massive crash and Japan's and the GDP, upper, upper, upper executive class is fucked. Why are they fucked? Well, they're fucked because effectively there's no, there's no way that their, uh, their incomes can ever rise again. Right. They yeah. spent, they, all the consumption that would have all the, or actually the consumption, all the spending that would have had to have taken place in the future to you know to keep the to keep the economy keep like keep gdp growing yeah got hot shotted front loaded at the beginning kind of like with all the stimulus that they pumped you know like what is it they talk about like all the fuck like one six of the u.s dollars ever printed came into existence in the course of like five six months mm. you know it's like we've it's why all the prices on everything is fucking going on. And you can say that, you know, like you can say that people are being bad. irrational and stuff like that. But really what happened is they're, they're freaking redlining, you know, the, 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 the transactions now to try and keep the, keep the, keep the, to keep the thing from collapsing. Because what happened is that 2008, 2009, when we had the first fucking big, you know, the, the, the first credit default swap mortgage yes. bubble. Housing that graph. really, that really, that yes, that was that was effectively the global equivalent of Japan's law, the, the the triggering event for the lost generations. But they didn't let it kind of resolve itself, and they've just been kind of fucking pumping money through the back door to keep the you know, to keep the balloon inflating because the balloon has to keep grow going because it can't stand still because it's not strong enough to stand still. It needs that back pressure to kind of fucking hold it up. But now that we're stalling out. All you know, like everything's fucking. All, prices are finally kind of catching up to the amount of money that got dumped into the economy. You know, they're, 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 I don't know, Latrice. You watch Lewis Rossman, right? Yeah. All right. Do you see the one where he's talking about the commercial, like New York City, like that landlords are secretly going behind There's closed doors stuff. and and negotiating, like yeah, like they're dropping yeah. the rents by like. There's some weird stuff going on in New York City because a lot of weird have, stuff. You have two issues happening, um, and they're kind of perpetuating on each other. One of them is that 
you can't evict these people for not paying their rent. But the people who own the property need to pay something, right? They own they yeah. owe somebody yep. for the property. So you're putting the landlords in a really difficult position. Um, and I don't know how New York City will be able to recover from this. It well, a lot of the people are moving out too. They are, but but the, but the, the the mortgage still has to be paid on the building, right? And, or they and, default. And the, right. and the, and the and mortgages. The problem and the is, mortgages is if they financial yeah, if they default, then it brings up the interest rate on the next mortgage. Yeah. Um, or we keep them artificially low, and then the mortgage companies somehow have to um, find a way for the government to help them out well, because they aren't making enough money, and the interest rates have to be made artificially low to drive the economy. It's but, the commercial real estate that's really going to f- end up fucking being the big bomb out of all this, and they're just doing everything they can to keep it from going off while they're it, holding it. Something's got to give. Yes, and it's Something's got to give, and when it does, when it does, the government is going to step in like it always does, and it's going to essentially enable this behavior. Now, it enabled it to begin with because it decided to put in the moratorium on eviction, saying you cannot evict. Right? They created the problem, but somehow they're going to have to put a program together to help fund this. And what's crazy to me is somebody makes a decision not to make their their pay, their rent payment, right? Whether or not they have a choice, I can't say, right? I don't know if they had a choice. I don't know if they just chose not to pay it and they chose to get that money and buy something with it, or they legitimately had no they they legitimately were not getting enough income to uh, to be able to pay their their rent. Um, but now you know, the government said they don't have to pay it. And now at some point, somebody's got to pay something, right? S- there's going to be a cost associated with that. And who's going to pick up the bill? And his- history has proven it's going to be the largest group of people that bring in money, which is the fucking middle class. And I feel like if we, we, if we continue to allow the government to go down this odd economic path that, that that it's right now, it's that the middle class has no control, but they have all of the financial responsibility, and that's a that's a really it seems to me a really dangerous position to put ourselves in, or, or a, a different a, a dangerous position for an economy to be in, which is you why know, weird like, stuff like games. GameStop stocks Speaking of dangerous positions, where are we at time? <laughs> We're at exactly an hour. My back chippity, is telling me that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Chippity choppity stop. Time bomb. Yeah. Chippity choppity stop hoarding all the property. Something's got to give, and hopefully it will not be my back. But uh, this time it was. <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for giving us a listen. I promise uh, next week I will. Uh, I will go and do. I will go the distance in the overtime. Um, but we do need some overtime topics. So please submit those. Uh, thanks for your support. Give us a like, listen, and share. Share with your friends and enemies. And uh, gonna take us on out of here. Ride the snake. Ride the snake.